and welcome to episode 14 of the Back to Football podcast. That's the number one podcast for people who probably should talk about something other than football. Uh, the day of recording, as I stutter there in, uh, in my intro, is Wednesday, August the 7th, and uh, I'm not joined by my regular co-host, John Miller. He kind of does a week-on, week-off thing at the moment. Uh, I'm joined by my, let's say, pretty much standing co-host these days. It's not yeah. your first rodeo. Exactly. Uh, I'm joined by <laughs> Greg Hollands. Greg, how are you? I'm good. Caretaker host. Caretaker host, say. yeah. I like that. Yeah, I can yeah, deal yeah. with that. Yeah, no, I'm good. Thanks, Dan. I'm good. How are yeah. you? I'm very well. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to the start of the Premier League season uh, this Friday. The Championship kicked off last weekend. Um, we'll get a little bit into that later on in the show when we officially go back to football. Uh, we have a little chat about what happened with Fulham this weekend. That's I'm looking forward to it, Dan. I'm why to it. it was awful. Now you will notice a theme through the beginning of this show and that is looking forward to things. <laughs> so why not jump into our first item now, which is a Mount Rushmore of things to look forward to. Now, Greg, would you like to go first or second? Uh, I'll let you lead on this one, Dan. You'll let me lead. Okay, so my first pick for things to look forward to is, I think this is the holy grail of things to look forward to. It's Friday. It's that Friday feeling, finishing work, school, I don't know, studying, whatever you're doing, just getting it done and knowing that you've got two and a half days until you're back there yeah. uh, doing it on Monday morning. So that's that's my first pick. So you've got two picks now. I like that. Uh, in a similar sentiment, uh, my first pick for Mount Rushmore would be at that nice relaxing shower after a long day at work, uh, especially if you're doing a job where you're running about, you're getting a sweat on, uh, especially in this heat. That shower is just a nice sport, sort of sanctuary just to relax. You're away from your phone, away from worrying. Time, nice. time, life is good. What life do you do though? Do you... Do you Take your phone into the bathroom, play music. Yep, play yeah. bit, play bit of music. So you're near your phone, but you're detached enough. I'm a detached. Doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, second on my Mount Rushmore would be, and I know this is a optimistic one, uh, a good FIFA career mode. Uh, it's been a while since career mode's been updated. I'm uh, refreshing my page for news on career mode because we are due some uh, news for FIFA 20. I'm hoping it's good. Hoping they're changing some stuff, but. I know how EA work, and uh, you know that's a podcast in its own. I feel, but that is second on my on my Mount Rushmore. Okay, so my second and third picks now. Uh, I'm going to put second here as a thing to look forward to is waiting that moment when you order a takeaway and it actually arrives. So looking forward to the takeaway the arriving, or the, the knock or the sound of the scooter as it arrives outside <laughs> your house. Um, I think that's there for me. That's my number one uh, food. Uh, looking forward to moment uh, and then I think my third pick I'm going to go pretty generic here and say Christmas Eve mm. I think Christmas itself is overrated but Christmas Eve is is the greatest day of the year oh really um, so do you go out on Christmas Eve not really I just no. think it's peak excitement <laughs> like that's when excitement is really at its absolute peak yeah and then a Christmas day is, is too real it's too real for me. <laughs> you know, that's when it's really happening. Um, so, yeah, I'm a big excitement guy. Um, and we're a big excitement podcast here on the BTF podcast. Exactly. So, um, yeah, that's going to be my, my pick is, is Christmas Eve. Okay. Uh, my, my third one would be the uh, Euro 2020. 
games. Okay. Uh, some of which will be played in England. I think the finals even in London, isn't it? It is. It's at Wembley, yeah. Yeah, and exactly. And semi-finals, I believe. Yeah, so and quarterfinals, I think. Uh, tickets, <laughs> yeah. And it's here. And every <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I think yeah, yeah. that, um, yeah, no, because the tickets have started coming out from it. Okay. Um, I think that it's going to really help us with our World Cup bid in the future. Because if you look at the UK, we are set up for the World Cup. Absolutely. We, we can host yeah. it tomorrow, really. Yeah. We've got such great uh, stadiums all over the country. Uh, and yet Qatar win, but uh, we won't go into that. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to that. I think it'll be incredible. Real lift the uh, British spirit. Nice. Is, is That was your fourth? Uh, that was my third. third one. Okay, you've got another one. Uh, my last one is uh, things to look forward to is uh, the men's room season two oh. coming in September. Oh. Um, it's going to be great, guys. Follow us on Instagram, Real Men's Room. So to, <laughs> to elaborate on that for any new listeners, um, who's the presenter of the men's room podcast? So it is myself, my friend Adam, <laughs> and uh, my friend Zach. So I'm one third of that. Cool. We are looking forward to that. Um, that was potentially going to be one of my picks, not necessarily the men's oh. room, but that feeling of looking forward to um, an episode of a new podcast yeah, that, that, or a podcast that you listen to when you know, say, it comes out on a Wednesday, it comes out on a Friday. Definitely. Um, that's always a good thing to uh, to look forward to. I've got quite a few here to choose from as my fourth pick. Um, and I'm going to choose one. Um, for me, this is probably quite an important one. It's looking forward to, like, when a guest has overstayed their welcome... <laughs> Is looking forward to them when leaving. leaving. Yeah, so um, that's a big one for me. Uh, is and it's not to say that I don't like that. That guest was very welcome in my house at one point, or in whatever, wherever they are with me uh, at one point. But yeah, once that, once it's the the seesaw is tipped in the uh, in the favour of I'm ready to go to bed or I'm, yeah. I'm ready to do something else, be on my own. Um, yeah. Looking forward to that guest leaving is a great one. Um, So we both got quite a few honourable mentions here. That does complete our our Mount Rushmore. But yeah, let's get on to the honourable mentions. Anything you want to mention first? Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to the new Tarantino film that's going to come out. that was um, on my list. This month. Uh, It's on Charles Manson. Uh, I think it's going to be a really good film. Uh, You know the plot? Vaguely, uh, this is Once Upon a Time in on, in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, um, basically, it follows uh, the actor and uh, his stunt double, and basically they're looking to make it in Hollywood, and they move in to the house next door to uh, Sh- oh, Sharon Sharon Tate St- Tate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sharon State. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Sharon Tate, um, which was uh, Marilyn Manson. No, not Marilyn Manson. <laughs> um, yeah, back up saying hello to Marilyn Manson. No, Charles Manson's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gone to rap shit. Gone, yeah. Um, Charles Manson's victim. Yes. So, yeah. And he's the wife of uh, director Roman Polanski. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of crossovers. Yeah. Tarantino, incredible director. It's going to be a great film. Look forward to it. I got through it. Um, a couple of my honourable mentions here. Um, fresh bed sheets. Um, yeah. That's always a good one to look forward to. Uh, a cold beer, similar to your cold shower or shower, just in general. A cold beer after any kind of outdoor sport, so golf, tennis. Um, there are others. Um, food arriving at your table. When, mm. you're, when you've ordered food in a restaurant and you're waiting for it to arrive, that's, that's always a big one to look forward to. Yeah. Um, couple of yours again? Uh, I've got KSI Logan Paul boxing match, which uh, we discussed the other day, actually, that it might be a bit bit longer than we thought due to Logan Paul's injury. Uh, he injured his hamstring or something, doing something ridiculous. 
Uh, and of course, my uh, the the one that really should have been on Mount Rushmore, uh, being invited on the incredible BTF podcast while John is on another holiday. Another holiday, yeah, yeah. holidays a lot. Um, <laughs> a barbecue, that's one of mine. Um, slightly similar to the Christmas one. It's often a bit. I enjoy the lead up to a barbecue more than a barbecue itself. Right. Um, a bus arriving that's a nice one when it gets to within especially when it says due on the board um, when you're waiting for a London bus yeah um, that's very exciting um, we also have uh, I'm looking forward to the day that Pro Evo maybe is, is once again better than, than FIFA it's getting there it'll happen one year it, we don't know what year it'll be but it'll happen you know what I've heard a lot of whispers about people rating it against FIFA now uh, and being like actually you know what some people are going to be moving over to Pez. Uh, I hear their career mode, for instance, is actually better uh, this year. They've got uh, you've got legendary managers that you can bring in. Um, Diego Maradona, uh, Johan Cruyff. <laughs> uh, you can have um, testimonial matches. Oh, so nice. if a player is retiring, that's you can cool. bring back past players. Yeah, there's things like that. It, for me, it's the gameplay and the graphics that will stop me yeah. from getting it over FIFA. I think. But... I'm looking forward to Zidane being uh, a legend finally yeah, there you in, go. in FIFA this year, I believe. But um, yeah, there will be a day when Pro Evo once again is, is back on top. Um, generic ones here, retirement. Everyone looks forward to retirement. When, right. Once you get to a certain age, that is definitely something you look forward to. Um, winning the lottery, as though it's a, 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 <laughs> a given, given that you will win it. Um, for me, this is a big one. The, the end of almost any film. I kind of get to a point with films Very cynical. where I, I'm, even if I'm enjoying it, I still just look forward to the end of a film. Yeah. You know, when you can sense the end is coming... Um, Similar to that, I look. For, I'm such a nerd with films. I look forward to. So I'll be watching a film like, oh, I can't wait to watch the YouTube videos afterwards explaining what's going on, like Easter eggs or references. Nice. I like doing that for a good like solid two hours after I've watched the two hour film. <laughs> yeah. What about um, checking? I've got checking into a hotel slash picking up a rental car slash airport security. Basically, getting through any sort of service desk, no yeah. matter what it is, just. Looking forward to being done Surviving with that. It. And just, again, it's that relax moment. Most of these are kind of, ah, uh, relax. Exactly. Like once you, but yeah, once you get through like anything like that where, you know, maybe your booking wasn't done correctly or you realise that you didn't realise there's some hidden fees or something <clears throat> like that or yeah. you get denied entry into a country. They're all good things <laughs> to, uh, to, to get past and you, know, you can really look forward to that moment um, where you get through it. Uh, I think that's that's most of my honourable mentions. Um, I've got maybe the the 18th green um, when you're on the sixth tee and you've already ruined your round of golf. Oh right, that's okay. a big one to look forward to because you don't want to be on the course anymore <laughs> <laughs> and you know you've ruined it. I'm I'm quite looking forward to the uh, 20th of September uh, storm area 51. They can't stop us all. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how that one goes. Could go really badly. I it think. could, but I mean, I I, just, I don't know what's going to happen with it. I just want it to be over. You yeah. know, what I mean, I'm looking forward to <laughs> it being over. Yeah. Five people go, realize they're not going to do anything. That's it, and that's it. Yeah. yeah, I hope that's the thing. 20th of September. Okay, we'll put that put, put it that in, in the, the diary. diary. <laughs> um, Borussia one... Dortmund documentary. Oh. No, I didn't you know heard about, about this. this? No, oh, tell me about so. It. Um, uh, I think the first trailer was released yesterday, actually. Um, so there's going to be, you know, how Amazon Prime did the um, Manchester City documentary. Yeah. Netflix did the Sunderland one. There's going to be a four-part documentary on Borussia Dortmund going through their season last year. 
Um, comes out on the 14th of August. Random, I want to say random team to choose, but... No, I, sp- I see it. they got a huge fan following. Yeah. Um, they're kind of a people's club. Right. They're similar in... Uh, I mean, I think a lot of the clubs in, in Germany are, are fairly well connected to their fans, but I think Dortmund are seen as... Um, a very kind of organic club yeah. that that believe in youth and believe in uh, what would it be loyalty. Um, you've obviously had a few players go back there after leaving. Mm. Uh, Gertz is back there. Yeah. Hummels has just gone back there this summer. Um, yeah, I think it would be a really interesting club. And obviously, they produced uh, Thomas Tuchel and uh, Jurgen Klopp have all come through as managers yeah, there. Very true. Um, so uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be very interested to see that. Their and fans I think are the, the ones that do that. Um, the they turn away from the pitch. Well, that don't was they, the, the, the Poznan, which was officially Le- Lecha Poznan. But I think Borussia but, but Dortmund, adopted I think, it. Yeah, yeah, one of the main. Um, That's quite insane. Yeah, along with Man City, obviously Man City do it as well. Oh, do they? Yeah. Okay. There you go. So yeah, I, I mean, yeah. Okay, I look forward to that. There's, mm. a, there's many shows I look forward to, um, and always that feeling of looking forward to an episode of of a new show. Exactly. Is great. Yes. A la uh, Game of Thrones season. <laughs> Every season, <laughs> season eight though in particular, the finale. It was season eight, eight seasons. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 it was. Yeah, um, but yeah, we're we're not we're no longer a Game of Thrones podcast, nor are we a, love, a love Island <laughs> podcast. Uh, um, you've so, evolved. Yeah, we have. We've evolved, and uh, we are strictly. Um, well, today we're pretty much strictly a football podcast, as well as a little bit of a Mount Rushmore podcast. So yeah, exactly. it's probably time, Greg, yes. to to move on to football. Absolutely. Um, we don't usually make our shows you know, completely football heavy. Um, but I think we've got a bit of an excuse to do that today um, with the start of the Premier League season, which, may I say, is probably, for me, my most ever anticipated um, Premier League season. Right. I really think that it's all to play for. There's six brilliant teams. I think there's four brilliant teams in the league and then there's two, um, whatever the word is, the superlative below um, <laughs> brilliant. Yeah. So what what teams are that? So, so I think the top four teams, and one of these is is a bit of a you know a, a risk at the moment. Controversial, but I would say City, mm-hmm. Liverpool, uh, Tottenham, and Chelsea. Right. Um, obviously, we don't really know what Chelsea are going to be like. We we there's the whole Ron Seal thing with the, those top three there. Um, yeah. But I think yes, yeah, Chelsea. I'm kind of assuming that they're going to have a good season. Um, they finished the season quite well last year. Yeah, uh, for sure. Obviously kept the, you know, most of those players in that team. And they've got a club legend in as a manager um, who is new to the job. But I think, you know, he, he did well last year at Derby. Yeah. And there's some big Derby news coming up on the BTF podcast today as well. Um, but yeah, he did well there. So th- those are my top four. And then the, t- the two after that. Um, is Arsenal and Man United. Right, okay. And then, but then, you know, from seven onwards, there's some incredible clubs as well now, incredible squads that are going to challenge, I think, for sixth place this year. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think with Chelsea, it'll be an interesting one, obviously, the transfer ban. Uh, There's a lot of debate with Frank Lampard, whether that transfer ban will help him or hinder him. There's a lot of talk of, oh, he'll really connect with the youth academy, the youth players. I don't know how I feel about that because he's not been with the club since he left. 
So that youth team, you know how Chelsea's youth team is, it, it's a constantly rotating wheel, really. Um, so I don't know, it'll be interesting to see how he does uh, with the transfer ban. Uh, I, of course, I wouldn't, we know what Chelsea fans are like, really, for the most part. I wouldn't be surprised if they go on a, a run of two losses and then you start seeing the hashtag Lampard out. I don't want that for him, no. but I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I think that it's key to give him time see what he does and um, you know have they got the transfer ban in January as well or is it I believe so yeah I think it's a yeah. full season oh, okay. full season thing um, alright yeah they still managed that. to get um, Kolasinic Kolasinic from Real the lone player they, uh, they've got him oh Kovacic Kovacic Kov- Kov- yeah Kov- Kovacic he was <laughs> Kolasniak I think you were thinking of he was the he was Arsenal player that like the beat the shit out of yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so they've got Pulisic, which you might have been getting him mixed up with. Yeah, yeah, the young uh, lad. Kovacic, who was already, he was on a loan deal. And I think because there was a clause in there pre-transfer Very band, clever, yeah. They got round that. Uh, and then also, yeah, Pulisic was signed pre-ban. Um, yeah. So, you know, they, they've still had a bit of a refresh to their squad. And obviously they have 50 or so players every year that are out on loan. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they've recalled a few of those. I think Mason Mount is going to be in the, the squad this year. Yeah. Um, Ruben Loftus-Cheek when he gets fit. And uh, uh, the striker whose name escapes me at the moment. Was Giroud? No, oh. no, no. Um, we'll come back to that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Chelsea, Chelsea look look really good this year. I think they'll be in that top four. Um, where they'll be, I'm not sure. I mean, I struggle to see it being anything other than a Liverpool and City top two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you've you've been looking at uh, a few teams uh, in particular and and their uh, potential fortunes this season. Which which teams did you look at? Yeah. So I've been looking at uh, so BT Sports have released this sort of manual uh, called the Unscripted. Uh, season and it essentially has predicted the league down to a T, down to score lines based on data from uh, past uh, results, form, things like that. It's not quite updated with you know all the transfers going on now, but uh, I think that it's fairly uh, deep. Well, I say detailed. It, it predicts the Champions League winners by the score. It predicts okay. that Real Madrid, yep. uh, I think, will win against Juventus three 0 <laughs> I don't know how you could predict that, but they have done. Yep, so I've looked at um, Tottenham, Newcastle and Manchester City. Okay. Uh, so we'll start with Manchester City. I think we can sort of predict how that will go. Uh, or can we? Uh, the <laughs> unscripted... <laughs> getting a bit of a narrative going, nice. Dan. So uh, the unscripted predicts that they'll win only one out of five of their first games. City? Yes. However, uh, they will claw it back over the festive period with an 11-game win streak. Nice. They play Real Madrid in the knockout stages of the Champions League. Uh, they get a 3 all draw in the first leg at the Bernabeu, but then lose 4-2 at the Etihad. So no more champ- no, crazy. No Champions League luck once again for City. How crucial do you think that is for them? To Champions be who I, they want to be. I think if you could say to them um, that you can switch basically the fortunes of last season and Liverpool win the league and City win the Champions League uh, I think both clubs I honestly think both clubs would take that yeah um, I think for Pep Guardiola I think the Champions League is everything and I think for Liverpool 
fans in particular, but yeah. as a club, I mean, the club as well, the manager, the players, um, I think winning the Premier League is everything. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think if, if they could switch places this year and Pep win uh, the Champions League and Klopp win the Premier League, um, that would be two very, very sort of uh, happy clubs. Uh, so, yeah, I think Champions League is everything for City. I think it, they need it to... Because they've proven that they can win the league now. That We yeah. know that. Yeah. They need to prove that they can go on and win the Champions League. Um, and, you know, Unscripted does predict that they win the league with one game to spare. Uh, and they're all equal to 292 points across three seasons. And history will be made. In nice. that respect. Yeah. Uh, looking over at the other end of the table, Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're sort of... I feel like Newcastle are a team that everyone sort of has a soft spot for. I feel like everyone yeah. sort of so so likes. Yeah. They're they're harmless. You yeah. know what I mean. They're <laughs> they're not gonna yeah they're not kick up a fuss. Yeah. They're not gonna challenge for anything. But um, I reckon a little part of that is that we live in the south of England and we right. don't know many. Geordies or New- or Newcastle fans. <laughs> You're saying so, if we knew more, we'd hate them. Yeah, quite possibly. <laughs> I think that's generally how it works. Is right. uh, if you know fans from a certain uh, club, right, you um, harbour resentment for them okay. over over a period of time. But yeah, so I think they're they're tucked far enough away. They're probably other than maybe uh, what would be another team up north. Carlisle, Carlisle, I think, would maybe be the most northern... Like, inoffensive... Well, yeah, just thinking of geography, literally, like, how far away within the English league, I think Carlisle would be it. They're literally, like, on the border, aren't they? So as long as you don't know any Carlisle fans, you probably like Carlisle. But, yeah, so Newcastle, tell us about their fortunes this season. Yep, Okay. so obviously they've lost Rafa Benitez. Huge, huge loss for them. uh, in China. In my opinion, yeah. Uh, Mike Ashley still... Grasping on to to Newcastle United, uh, he let uh, Rafa go. Well, Rafa left, and then Mike Ashley said in a press conference that he took the soft route. Um, I disagree with that, given that he came in, he stayed with them in the Championship, brought them back up. Uh, basically, he left because the contract was running out, and he wanted fifty percent more than he was on, which I think is fairly reasonable for everything that he's done. But we'll go into that, I suppose. Um, so Newcastle with Steve Bruce and new signing uh, Joel Linton will win an opening day uh, of the season against Arsenal and then they will go on a run of two wins from 14 games. Uh, they will suffer their biggest defeat since 2015 in a 5-0 thrashing against Chelsea and they will be relegated on goal difference to make it their third relegation in 11 years. Mm. hope not. I do hope not. I think, yeah... Um... It's quite possible. Uh, does Rafa Benitez feature on a Mount Rushmore of all-time Premier League managers? Yeah. I think he's definitely... She's a Champions League winning manager. Yeah. I don't understand how Mike Ashley didn't give him yeah. 100 double his wage. I know. And Steve him. Bruce as a replacement is, is kind of defeatist, isn't it? Yeah. Like, <laughs> of all the people you would want in a in a kind of a modern, dynamic Premier League um, hot seat, <laughs> he's Steve Bruce your man. Is, Albeit a, a good defender in the you know in the nineties, but I think the game has moved on from from Steve Bruce. A little um, side note, actually, on Steve Bruce. So uh, Newcastle had a, a a game, a pre-season game in China. Yep. Uh, Steve Bruce couldn't sit in the dugout, couldn't manage because he hadn't got his work permit, and uh, he was seen in the um, stand with his mate. Uh, I think Newcastle were losing two 0 or something, and the camera pans over to Steve Bruce, dressed her into his mate, like. Should we just go? Shall we, Should we go? Should we go? Should we get out of here? 
not the best sort yeah. of look, is it? No, not a great start. No. Um, hopefully, though, uh, yeah, we'll see see better things uh, than that prediction for Newcastle. Uh, and the last team you were talking about there then is Spurs. Yep, Tottenham, of course, my uh, my club. Uh, we're predicted to have a bad start to the league. We'll constantly be facing, uh, constantly, constantly be chasing first position. Uh, but that dream is going to die around January time. Uh, we go on an unbeaten run, but it is ended and a streak of losses follow. Sort of similar to last season, I feel. Around January when we lost Kane, we sort of went yeah. into a little bit of a... I feel like similar to the last like five or six seasons for Spurs. Yeah, right? we tend to do it. We tend to do it. Well, pretty strict narrative that you follow. Each <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The Levy way. Uh, we will drop out of the Champions League, go into the Europa League and go on to win it against Manchester United in Poland. However, <laughs> so I don't know how I feel about that. A trophy is a trophy. I think that the Europa League now in the last couple of seasons, especially since Arsenal have been in it uh, after years of taking the mick out of us and sort of swap positions, it's now suddenly not a bad trophy to win. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, if we if we win that in Poland against Man United, I'll be happy with that. I really don't mind. Sweet. And the sport, of course, with Paolo Dybala coming in, Whoa. potentially. Yeah. Um, this could all change and we might have an amazing start to the season, but we'll see. I really so, hope we're getting, but. I mean, at this point, I should mention that uh, that Chelsea player that we were trying to think of uh, was Callum Hudson-Odoi. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, injured at the moment, but he will be uh, a force, I'm sure, when he comes back into the league. You mentioned there uh, Dybala from Juventus. Uh, he's been linked with Man United, uh, turned down apparently an £11 million uh, a year contract with them. Uh, then linked with Arsenal, uh, now heavily linked with Spurs. Um, I personally think Poch is the man that will get the most value out of someone like Dybala. Um, but yeah, certainly looks like he's out the door uh, at Juventus. Yeah. Um, should he not get the transfer uh, by Friday... I don't know what will happen with him because I'm not sure there's any other kind of international um, windows that are open that might take him on. Could he go to China? Probably wouldn't want to. I think he may end up taking a loan deal to another uh, Italian club uh, for a season. Um, But yeah, Spurs with Dybala, um, do you think they'll kind of keep Ericsson if that happens? What's what's your thoughts? So I think that this is all coming very late and it's very risky, of course. Yeah, I think that in an ideal scenario, you know, before we were linked with him, I would have said to you, Dan, that he needs... Because obviously he's been pushed out by Cristiano Ronaldo. Any player playing anywhere, doesn't matter how good you are, Mm. you will be pushed out by Cristiano Ronaldo. But what, he's 34, 35? Go away on a loan, maybe, or accept that for a little bit I know it's difficult if you're 25 and you want to be playing football Ronaldo is going to retire at some point Ronaldo isn't going to be Ronaldo for much longer a couple of years you've got to wait it out I feel like I don't know he could have stayed however being linked to Tottenham come on mate come on let's do it why not Um, I do think that um, we need to sign him get him playing behind Kane swap him out with Lucas Moura every couple of games Ericsson go to Man United for the uh, 70 million I think they were talking about will more or less have recouped that for a younger player more talented and a player that wants to play for us that's my main thing as good as Ericsson is as much as I love him doesn't want to play with us go on go you're fine yeah I, I agree um, I think there's going to be a lot of movement in the next uh, couple of days uh, and I think that hopefully a Dybala transfer will kind of catalyse all of that movement and we'll have yeah, Lukaku going elsewhere and you'll have Ericsson moving around and maybe even Gareth Bale might get a move uh, potentially to one of the clubs. I kind of, I'm not 
entirely uh, unconvinced that Bale wouldn't come back to the Premier League uh, in a very late move, potentially to someone like Man United. Yeah. They've obviously got money to spend, uh, particularly on wages, if they were offering out 11 million for uh, Dybala in wages. So um, I think we could see maybe one of those kind of the loan deals that seem to be happening, the season-long loan fee that's all of a sudden able to be yeah. paid. Um, I feel like with United, they've been pushed out of so many transfers and beaten to the punch with so many and they need to sort of get an idea of they're not the Man United of No, I mean it's the power past. the power of Champions League football exactly yeah. Um, yeah. kind of knocks about 20 million off of each transfer uh, yes, fee absolutely. and also uh, convinces uh, probably about 50% more players to actually uh, come and play uh, for the club so yeah that's the situation uh, with Premier League transfers let's talk about a championship transfer uh, <laughs> yes. Wayne Rooney uh, will be joining uh, Derby County in January huge uh, finishing out the uh, the MLS season with DC United but yeah Colleen uh, is fed up of living in, a, in America uh, she wants to be back home she wants to get the boys kind of settled or the kids settled in schools over here probably in Cheshire um Derby, uh, have they kind of got the best deal out of everyone in this transfer window? I think that that's a huge benefit to them because this isn't just a long, uh, this isn't a short term older player playing for you for a season then going off. He's a player coach. Uh, he's emphasised that he wants to be a player first, of course. But I think that you sign Wayne Rooney, he's got that technical knowledge of the game. He's just a, such a incredible football even you see some of the goals that he was scoring for dc granted it's the mls but that just Still speaks to exactly yeah it speaks to um his character and his his tactical awareness so i think that derby uh, are really lucky to have him if if they'd have kept frank lampard and then got wayne rooney that would have been incredible or you know it might have been inspired by frank lampard leaving that they got rooney but yeah i think that it's going to be a really incredible on the pitch he's going to be a real uh Asset. Asset, yeah, a real inspiration to the younger players especially. And then as a coach, yeah, in the board in in the back room, of course, he's gonna be incredible. Yeah, I think I think I think so. There was some talk about it being kind of a swerve on financial fair play. Um obviously there's a rule that championship clubs basically can't tank too much financially over yeah. a certain amount of years. Um, uh, a la kind of Bolton uh, at the moment <laughs> who, are, who are struggling to, to kind of have anyone on their team at the moment um, but yeah so Rooney being a coach apparently is, is not required to be declared within financial fair play because right. you can pay coaches whatever it's, it's just what you pay players Interesting. so Rooney's on I think somewhere in the region of 80k a week I don't know the legitimacy of this but it would be interesting if that is yeah. um, a move and whether we could maybe see that later or like happening with more kind of great players that are now in the uh, in the twilight years of their career whether they can move down to the championship do take their badges and and become coaches but also we get to still see them play uh, and keep keep good talent kind of in in England as such I'm looking forward to Derby coming to play um, at Craven Cottage although I think we might actually miss I think they're playing us before Christmas this year so Rooney won't be with them at that point but uh. 
um, which is probably a good thing for us. Uh, yeah, I yeah. Think, to be I fair. think he's going. Honestly, I think he's going to score a lot of goals. Yeah, I think he's going to score a lot of goals in the championship, and uh, Derby will be a real uh, promotion contender. Definitely. And then we may see Wayne Rooney back in the Premier League, perhaps. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm glad that he's back in English football. Yeah, I, I can, I'll say that for sure. Yeah, um, let's just hope he behaves himself. Uh, so predictions then. Uh, let's just round this uh, football section off with your predictions for who will survive uh, or rather who will go down this year in the Premier League um, I have a feeling we'll probably have similar predictions but yeah hit me with uh, what you've got so I do think that Newcastle will go down uh, I think that they'll struggle to adjust with Steve Bruce uh, they've lost such key players you know Iosi Perez Rondon uh, that, a massive gaping um, gap. <laughs> uh, well rounded. Thank you very much. Um, I have a podcast uh, at the top there. Um, then bringing Joel Linton in. Yeah, he's a good player, but nine goals in the Bundesliga. It's not quite what they need, really. Um, you know, Mike Ashley, that football team will generate a lot of money. Mike Ashley doesn't seem to be spending it. Um, and I think that's going to be the problem for them. I think that it's more or less um, bolted on that they will go down this year, unfortunately. Um, Aston Villa as well. I yeah, think. I agree. Yeah, I don't think they've got it in them. Uh, I don't. I've not really heard any anything much from them in regards to transfers. Um, did they get automatic promotion or did they go in the playoffs last year? Uh, they came up via the playoffs. Right. Yeah, they won the playoff final. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really see it. I don't think. I think they'll have a quiet season and just sort of around the bottom, and then like s- slowly exit to the left. <laughs> um, and then Norwich as well. Unfortunately, agreed. Um, they, uh, you know, the, the couple of years ago they came up and they stayed up and teetered around that sort of sixteenth, fifteenth, seventeenth. Uh, I think they'll go straight back down. I, just, I, I think that the Premier League is just so cutthroat now uh, in this sort of. Uh, you know, these transfers that are going on. And I just think if you've got the money, you're safe. If you're not spending, you don't really have a chance, I'm afraid. Nice. Uh, I I mean, I agree with uh, two of those. Uh, The only one I would swap Newcastle, I think Brighton uh, will be the third team to go down with Aston Villa. Uh, And sorry, wait, Sheffield United, um, I think. Sheffield United, Aston Villa and Brighton, they're my three. Uh, so they are different. Oh, right, Sheffield different. came up today. I yeah, missed them. Sheffield United are up, um, and I think they're going straight back down. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, you think a straight, yeah, three yeah. up, three down, yeah. straight up. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah no. no, well, Bri- yeah, Brighton obviously have been up for a few years. No, yeah. So I think the team that will stay up, that came up, is Norwich, actually. Interesting. So I dis- okay. yeah, disagree with that one. So, um, yeah, that, that's our predictions. Obviously, promotion, relegation... I don't think they mean as much as they used to, but yeah. obviously um, you don't want it. As long as you don't have any kind of huge financial problems, that's that's where it's uh, that's where it's bad. But most of these clubs seem to be fairly well managed these days. Um, so at this point of the show, we are going to catch up with our regular co-host, uh, John Miller, who is uh, off on holiday at the moment. Uh, we're going to try and uh, give him a ring and get a few predictions from him for the Premier League season Um, at which point it's probably time to say uh, goodbye and of course thank you to you Greg uh, for sitting in on the show this week no problem thanks for having me and uh, we'll see you soon so when can we look forward to the the season of the 
men's room starting back up late September. So yeah, season two of the men's room, we're planning for it, planning heavy, and September you'll see the first episode come up. Looking nice. forward to it. Looking forward to it. All right, cheers. Uh, thank you for coming on today. Catch you later. You're listening to my Uncle Dan on the Back to Football podcast. So now at this stage of the show, we've said goodbye to Greg the Egg and we welcome to the show our regular co-host, John Miller. Uh, He's not in the studio with me. He is, I believe, by the seaside. Is that right, John? I I am indeed. I am indeed. Little family holiday by the seaside. Dan, how you doing? Yeah, I'm all good. I'm all good. This is um, this is a new experience for us, isn't it? Um, sort of communi- it is indeed. communicating over uh, over a phone line. But I must admit, it's uh, it seems pretty good, and uh, I do like the the scenic noise of the seagulls in the background. Yeah, there's a few seagulls chirping, making <laughs> a few noises. Where you um, at? I get woken up by the seagulls. I am in Pontins. Canberra Sands down in Sussex, great beach. Can you give, uh, yeah, give us nice a little, give us a little review. Yeah, you know what? It's not bad. You know what? It had a few bad reviews. I, I've, uh, I actually bumped into a lady here that I, that I know actually, one of my friend's mums, and she was like, "Oh, I haven't been here in thirty-two years. It was disgusting." <laughs> Um, sort of thing and then she's come back <laughs> she's come back she said oh I told my friends I was coming and they were like why are you going there again sort of thing but she said it's come back it's been it's had a bit of a makeover the rooms are a lot better to be fair the room was alright to be fair it was it was, it was clean um, you know uh, it, was, it wasn't too bad I was ex- really expecting a shithole of what I've heard <laughs> but uh, it weren't too bad actually um, I, I, yeah it's not too bad some of the builders look like they could do with a lick of paint here and there yeah. but do you know what I mean? It's, is what it is. Uh, it is what it is. Those kind of staycation, cheap holidays. You know, yeah, you, man. you get what you pay for. The it's kids great. love them. There's things to do. The beach is fantastic. It's great beach. I think um, I read a review. It's probably I think Cabo Sands is like top two beaches in the country. I think. Yeah, I've um, I've seen it on those on those lists as well. Yeah, it's always like sandbanks, yeah. Wittering Beach, yeah, near to just uh, yeah, man, um, yeah, St Ives, yeah, all that, yeah. Sweet. Um, At the start of the show today, obviously, um, recorded earlier today, uh, we did a Mount Rushmore, me and Greg, um, on things that you look forward to, obviously, with us anticipating the start of the Premier League season and uh, looking forward to the start of of, um, top flight football being back. Um, (laughs) Off the top of your head, what would be your one um, pick on a Mount Rushmore of uh, things that you would look forward to? Um, you know what? Yeah, I, I I'd love watching like a sort of a, a series, like you know, a binge watching series or something. So maybe I'd say like when a new program starts, like you know, like when Game of Thrones, like the new season was yeah, coming, or like I feel that. I don't know if you watch. Yeah, like Power, Power's coming soon. I don't know if they, if you watch Power. Dan, I've not seen Netflix. it. Yeah, that's, that's that's good watching. That's uh, I think it's directed by Fifty Cent, I believe. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah, Power's coming soon in a few weeks. So I'm buzzing about that final season so yeah i'd say i'd say that love watching a bit of a a bit of tv drama so looking forward to that of course looking forward to the premier league season as you mentioned yeah Um, let's talk about that then let's talk about that um so who are you tipping um for glory this season who's going to be what's your top four right oh it's, it's it's a tough one i mean if city do it again i mean that is serious i don't remember the last time 
uh, a Premier League team has won three on the trot. I think it was probably Man United. It's got to be Ferguson, um, isn't it, at some point? Yeah, I, I want to say... Um, early noughties? Yeah. Yeah, maybe early noughties or 09. No, I think it was 09, 2000 and 2001 because Arsenal won it in 98 and then Arsenal won it in 2002. And between that time, it was won by United. And obviously within that time, they did the treble as well so I, I believe uh, you know someone our listeners out there can fact check that but I think I'm pretty accurate there I can um, fact check so it now if, if you um... want <laughs> shall I do it now let's do I it believe... now yeah you can go for it while I talk uh, if, but it, I, I, if I it's think... wrong I won't tell you uh, <laughs> I'm sure I'm right I'm sure I'm right I'm sure um, but if they do it City then uh, then that would be some doing I mean they've got the team to do it uh, Liverpool narrowly missed out. Oh, I'm not sure what Liverpool's transfer dealings have been like. It's, I think it's been pretty quiet. Um, yeah, it has. Um, I think I read something today saying that he thinks that Shakiri is going to be brilliant this year, and that he's, you know, he's got a lot more to give to the team, and that's one of the things they're going to kind of rely on. They did buy a young guy, yeah. Harvey Harvey Elliott. You heard about him from Fulham? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sixteen year old. Yeah, they bought Harvey Elliott. Yeah, um, they bought Harvey. I can confirm. The Ox is back as well. What's that? I said the Ox is back as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Back the from Ox. injury. Um, you were correct as well. So you got impeccable Boom. football knowledge there. 2006, 2007, like 2006 7 season, basically through to the 08 9 season. Man United won it free on the trot. Okay. And that was okay. the, that was the uh, last the last people to do it. Yeah. Before that, yeah, so, it was yeah. United. Did it in ninety nine through to yes. two thousand one. Yeah, yeah, like I thought. Yeah, that was tough because Arsenal were were really, really, really good in those seasons, and they yeah, just yeah. was just finishing second. I think they finished second in all three they did. of those seasons. You're correct. Um, um, so um, yeah, it was it was a good team. That Arsenal when they had that Dreamcast kit. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you reckon you could you, know, um, you could have a a wild guess at who were the top scorers? in any of those seasons from 99 to 2001. Ooh. I've got um, like... I'm going to put Thierry Henry in one of those. Uh, no, he was 2001, 2002 no. season. He was top scorer. Oh, when they won it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my days. I can give really you a clue. I can give you clues if you want. All right. Let me just chuck in there and see if I can get one without a clue. Dwight York? Yes. Dwight York in the 1999 season was joint top scorer Serious. with two other players. Um and one player Sheridan Shira Shira no he was a Shira. I'll give you a clue this guy was a Leeds player in '99 and then a Chelsea player in 2001. I'm not sure I would pick up on the oh my days. The link oh my days you stumped me there and Leeds shall I give player. you give you the to... nationality Dutch Dutch and he's got like a triple barrel name sort of thing. Oh, you've lost me. My mind's gone blank. Who's Mo- Go Money, Money Mayweather? What's his first name? Floyd. And then... Oh, my days. Jimmy Floyd Hasselbeck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there we go. He's oh, got my it. days. What a player. Yeah. What a player. So Jimmy Floyd got They're... it with two different clubs. Ah, uh, yeah. The quads. The man with the quads, mate. <laughs> he, 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 had, he had quads and buns of steel, mate. When he hit that ball, it was, it, he had some, he had some real purchase on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so we've uh, we've veered offline a little bit there. Um, so yeah, what's your what's your? So you're saying if City do it three in a row, 
then that's yeah, dynasty I'm, level. I'm, I'm going to bank against him. I'm going to bank against him. I'm going to. I'm going to. Um, did Greg go Liverpool? I think he did. I'm going to go Liverpool. Uh, um, yeah, I don't think Greg gave me Greg gave me his uh, relegation predictions, but not winner. But. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I'm going to go Liverpool. Okay, and then I'm going to go City, and then you know I was I would have gone I was going to go Arsenal, even though that they have not sorted out their leaky back passage. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but um, but Tottenham, I don't know if this has gone through yet. Obviously, I'm away, you know, trying to stay off the phone as much as I can. Sure, you know, spend time with the family, but. Yeah. But I heard that I heard that they might have uh, have they have they signed up the Coutinho loan. No, apparently Spurs uh, Coutinho's turned down Spurs apparently, um, and oh. Spurs are trying to get Dybala. Dybala's the one now. I think that Spurs are sort of putting all yeah. all their eggs into that basket. Um, obviously, yeah, po- I, Poch I, has that magic touch, all the cheat codes with the RGs. Where yeah, you can talk course, to them like uh, parcel tongue and all that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? Right, I'm gonna put my neck on the chopping block. I'm gonna say Arsenal if they to if they can buy a defender in the next couple of days. So Arsenal third, and I'm gonna go uh, Spurs fourth. Um, I'm gonna go United to miss out again, and uh, and um, Chelsea to miss out. I mean, if, if, if ever there was a season, if ever there was a season for Lampard to kind of join this was it you know, like, I think we discussed it on the previous yeah. podcast there's yeah, no pressure yeah. it's like a fallow you know, year be whatever drop- they call it yeah exactly exactly I mean he's kept Batshuayi in there and stuff <laughs> he's, he's, he's come back is that so a I, seagull I don't, I don't know going how mental in the be. background is that a seagull or is that a kid it is a seagull yeah, yeah. I think it's a kid and a seagull I think it's a kid chasing a seagull <laughs> okay <laughs> it's, it's like screaming in the background um <laughs> All right. Yeah. And then who's who's getting relegated? Right. Um, I'm going to go for. I think Norwich will get relegated. Yep. Oh, man, it seems bad me picking the teams that have come up, but you know I can't. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Norwich. I'm gonna go Sheffield United. And um, let's see if I can. Uh, let's, let's, let's stick Burnley in there. Let's stick Burnley in there. They've had a good run. Yeah. Let's stick Burnley in there. They've been up for yeah, a while, haven't yeah. they? I think no one, would be surpri- no one would be surprised or upset if Burnley went down. Mm, it? it's yeah. In, it's in that territory. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's a fair set. I said Brighton um, would be one to go down. I said Brighton, Ooh. Aston Villa and Sheffield United. Um, and Greg mm. seems to think that uh, Newcastle may go down. Yeah, I was going to say that. Who's um, I, I do know this, but I've forgotten. But who's taking over from Benitez? Uh, Steve Bruce. Steve Bruce. Oh. Yeah, not a great signing. Doesn't oh. fill you with confidence, yeah. does it? <laughs> um, yeah, no, it does not. No. All right. Well, they're pretty good. Good uh, selections. And what about a top scorer for the league? Top goal scorer. Um, do you know what? Right. Oh, it's a tough one. I mean. The attacking midfield has done done a few bits last year um, yeah. with um, you know Mo Salah, but you know what? I'm going to stick my neck on the chopping block like the ultimate finisher, the new band. This one of the Premier League, uh, Pierre Emerick Aubameyang. Yeah, I, I, um, he loves it. I agree with you on that. I agree with you. I think he's he loves brilliant. a one-touch finish. He just always seems to score in games. Like he scores nearly every game, even if Arsenal lose. Yeah, scores. scored against Barcelona in pre-season. Yeah, he's uh-huh. he's the closest. He's the closest thing that Arsenal have had to Henri since Henri. Yeah. Maybe Danny yeah, Welbeck. Yeah, 100%. Maybe Danny Welbeck, but... 
Um, right, so um, that pretty much covers our Premier League predictions bit. Um, we don't have time really to do a, a boxing round as such, but no. I want to say and that... To be um, fair, nothing really happened. Yeah, we had uh, a good mutual friend of ours, um, Levi, was... Uh, talking to me this week that he wants to come on the show and sort of uh, go toe-to-toe with you in a boxing round. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. I love that. That'd be brilliant. You up for that? Levi's a good old chap. He's a good chap. Yeah, I'm up for that. It's got to be, uh, I don't know, what do you reckon, time? Or, or is it, or how are we going to do it? We'll figure we do it, it out. Like we'll eight, have a chat. We'll do it like out. eight mile. Yeah, eight mile. <laughs> yeah, battle rap. <laughs> battle rap. <laughs> Um, yeah but we'll we'll make that happen uh that'll be coming up uh on the show uh in the next couple of weeks uh are you back here on the show next week properly yeah should be back should be back next week um obviously i'm back on friday afternoon um got the weekend and then um i should be back next week to do the show uh with you my house move's been delayed again oh. um, i'm sure that that resonates with all the home buyers out there. Um, <laughs> Big home that, buyers podcast. <laughs> these things happen. Yeah, the home buyers podcast. Yeah, these things happen, man. And um, there's been some further delays along the chain. Nothing to do with us or yep. our buyer, uh, but uh, further up. So um, yeah, there's been some delays. So I should should be about next week. So um, yeah, if I am, we'll definitely get that Levi uh, boxing round going. Okay. All right, sweet. We'll do that. Let's get that uh, exit music playing our theme tune and uh, we will uh, talk to you next week. John, thanks for joining me all the way from the seaside. Lovely, jubbly, Dan. And thanks for the call. Thanks for keeping me involved. That's all right. Enjoy the rest of your holiday. All right, take care, buddy. All right, mate. Catch you later. Bye. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> and that's the end of the show. <laughs>